For reading of some scripture, I would like you to turn to Isaiah 58. With the work of the ministry to show a people their sins. And it then goes on to describe how most people measure their religion. They have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. It's going to talk about fasting, and the Lord is going to make fun of their fasting because He doesn't really care that they're going without food. What He wants is righteousness. He wants obedience. Righteousness being doing what is right by God's definition. And then He's going to be describing that those who will forget ceremonial religion and start practicing righteousness, how much He'll bless them. This is... Isaiah 58. It will serve our study of James chapter 1. Isaiah is going to show the sins of Israel. He is going to mock their fasting. He's going to describe real fasting, which isn't going without food. It's doing righteously. And he's going to describe the reward for those that change their lives to do what is right. Yes, I'm speaking to everyone that was at the couple's retreat And I'm speaking to everyone else as well. The Lord is not impressed by our church services if our service to Him outside of this church building is not righteous and holy. It's a wonderful chapter because the blessings in the second half are pretty wonderful. Isaiah 58. Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as a nation that did righteousness, and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. He is sarcastically condemning them, in case you didn't understand. Verse 3, Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast, and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself From thine own flesh? 
Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rearward. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations. And thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shall honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words, then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Amen Amen and amen. The ministry in the first couple of verses, show my people their sins. And he points out that they're going through the motions in that second verse of acting like they care about his laws and his righteousness, but they don't. The Lord mocks their fasting bowed down like a bulrush, and you're making all the ado about the the burlap and the ashes underneath your feet, sackcloth. But this is the real fast I'm looking for, to be kind, to let those that are oppressed go free. And I'm speaking to married couples that you will not hide yourself from your own flesh. The Bible says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be... One flesh. You can start right at home with your marriage in relieving the oppressed and giving some freedom and undoing the heavy burdens and so forth. But it applies to every part of life. Then shall thy light break forth. Do you need direction in your life? Do you like light? Do you like the brightness and the cheerfulness of a a day that has a bright sun shining? It's in verse 8. The Lord will do that when you are obeying Him. And thy righteousness will go before you. So whatever's in your path, God is going to take care of it. He's going to make your way straight, your crooked ways straight, and your rough places plain because of the righteousness, practical righteousness, that you have by obeying Him. And it will be your rearward as well. Now that's a word you haven't seen spelled that way in a while. It's R-E-R-E-W-A-R-D, but it's behind because the previous clause has in front. You'll be surrounded by God's blessing front and back going through life. That's how everyone should want that blessing. And how do you get it? It told you in verses 6 and 7. 
And then He'll be our rearward, and our righteousness with His blessing will go before us. Then you can call unto the Lord, and the Lord will answer from heaven, Here I am. We usually think of words like, Here am I, send me, as being our response to God calling. But here God says, You call, and I'll say, Here I am. You've heard these things before. I want to remind you of them. And verse 10 goes back to telling us what we ought to do. Draw out our soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul. Then light's going to come to us. Understanding, wisdom, direction, blessing is all meant by light. And the Lord, verse 11, shall guide thee continually. Not just a moment here or there, but continually and satisfy thy soul and make your bones fat. Do you feel unfulfilled and unhappy and and unsatisfied at times? This passage picked yesterday can make you fat. And it's a choice to live in obedience to God. He can make you fat. Do you remember, Brother Stephen, a decade ago, when we we rejoiced about this passage, you and me, about being fat? Ten years already, brother. It's a wonderful passage. Your bones. He's going to make you like a watered garden. You're going to be springing up, prospering like Psalm 1 describes the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, and so forth, but meditates in the Word of God. You'll be the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths. You'll be great. They that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. I don't know if it's going to be Victoria, Adam, or Stephen, or all three of them. They that shall be of thee. Because those three are of thee. And they're going to become great if you keep up your greatness. And I'm speaking to every brother in here. But I want it to be personal. And then he goes back to verse 13. If you'll stop doing what you like to do on the Sabbath and do what I like having done on the Sabbath and making the Sabbath day a holy day and a delight to the Lord, not finding your own pleasure or speaking your own words, then that is truly delighting in the Lord. It's not just showing up at church. It's doing what the Lord wants you to do in your private, personal life. And I'll cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feeds you with the heritage of Jacob that I had promised him. The mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. What is the probability that it won't happen? Zero. But there's a condition, and that's our obedience. And so I show you your sins by God's word, and I showed a bunch of marital sins to all of us, Thursday through Saturday. And I hope that every time we open this book, we'll remember... That it's to show us our sins, and if we'll humble ourselves before it, the blessing and the reward that's promised is great to us and to our seed, including Elizabeth. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to all of us, especially those that have had marital sins exposed by God's word. May we repent and have him say, here I am. I'll go in front of you. I'll go behind you. I'll make you like a watered garden. I'll make your bones fat. You'll enjoy the heritage of Jacob, even though we're not Jews, because the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it.